friends, and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm, of course, your host, Kayla, and here with me today, I have two freaking guests. They are comedians, actors, and hosts of the incredible podcast, Truth Hounds. That would be Anna Saragina and Kyle Mizono. Hello. Thank you. Okay, hello. Welcome Thank you. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Beautiful intro. Beautiful intro. I love... Well, thank you. You just are so <laughs> professional, and I love that we have our cameras off, so I know that as soon as that happened, we felt so free. So free. In our bodies. I mean, I mean, Kyle's standing on a table right now. You know? I'm actually <laughs> standing on top of my head. Or yeah. my, I'm on my head yeah. on top of a table. And it's the top of your head as well. Yeah. I think it's okay to say. Yeah, yeah I don't think that so, reveals too much. I know. I love that. I love that. <laughs> also impressive um, <laughs> with the state y'all are in. <laughs> oh my God. She's just an amazing strength. Yeah, I'm very strong. <laughs> yeah, it's, she's the strongest person I've ever met. We famously talked about um, before recording that the gals have just come off of being fatigued, being expertly fatigued. <laughs> That's true. Yes. We were we hired someone to fatigue us as part of an investigation. Absolutely, correct? we will stop at no lengths, and one yeah. of those lengths is getting fatigued, <laughs> dedicating your body to the craft. And I love that. We did do wall sits. You were really good. Wall sits and planks. You were really good. And that's hard. Oh, it's so hard. I feel like I used to be in athletic, top athletic shape, and then I got nothing. And then I... I... <laughs> and y'all are doing this, you're doing all this physical exercise for a podcast. So like the people aren't even going to see this. They're just getting the audio here. They're not going to see it, but I feel like you know. <laughs> They'll feel the vibe. Yeah, you'll know that it's real by the sounds of the squeals and the screams. The squeals? <laughs> Sorry, that sounds really horrific. But that's all I could think about. I. It's true. I feel like I definitely squealed. Snorted. I definitely snorted. I, I mean, I really gasped. It is kind of funny to imagine that if you didn't actually do the physical part of it, but you were trying to emulate what the noises would be if you were doing that. Um, Just picturing you standing in a room doing these these squeals and grunts, that's also kind of pretty hilarious. I mean, there's just no way we're, you know, we're both, I mean, very obviously talented actors, but not that talented, I don't think. I also think that's, I think that you hit on a great point is that sort of what the magic of the podcast is, is there's so many opportunities for us to fake what we're doing, but we're actually doing it. Yeah, and yet we go, well, I'd rather not. We go, actually, we should go to the beach, physically be there. Let's just physically go to the beach. Not make sense. Sounds not fake. Do fake beach sounds? We're yeah. going to put in the work. We'll go to the beach. Our <laughs> our producers have told us many a time. You know, you could just do this in post. And famously, we go. I would rather not do it in post. I would do it in the during. You refuse to sacrifice your creative vision. Absolutely, not. I respect that. Yes. I mean, absolutely yes. Absolutely right. yes. I said not, but that's because I'm fatigued. Yeah. So. So, not means yes. Not means yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yeah, not only do y'all have cool podcasts, but you're also both actors in some of my fave shorts. Oh, wow. So, that's pretty sick. Anna, I feel like... <laughs> I always say, if I'm going to watch a short film, there's about a 30% chance you'll just be in it randomly. Oh, damn. Okay. That's what's up. That's, that's cool to hear fatigued or not, you know? Just, that's nice. It's kind of wild. But, it is um, really nice when you get a screen vomit shout out. I think that's really oh, nice. 
Thank you. (laughs) So what is y'all's movie watching habits for when you're watching? Do you watch a lot of movies? Do you have a type? Are y'all Shorts Kings watching too? I'm definitely not a Shorts King. I'm not a Shorts King. But this is a a fantastic question to ask both of us Mm -hmm. because we really differ. We really differ. Okay. And what we like. And I think there's a rich value to what each of us brings to the table. Yes. Okay, all right. So I like... (laughs) I think just say it. Action movies. I like (laughs) sci-fi movies. I like horror movies. Mm -hmm. I like movies that, yeah, they're just a lot lot of shooting, a lot of like... A little something going on, like hell yeah movies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a lot of like... Movies that make you say hell yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. movies where the guy's just like (laughs) shoots and he goes... Yeah, motherfucker, you know, like, I like those kinds of things. Like, I love John Wick. I love the John Wick movies. And I saw the last John Wick movie notoriously 10 times in movie theaters. It was so so good. (laughs) She really Um, is really good, though. And, uh, And even in 4D. And in 4D, where the chairs move and give you kind of like a boom, boom when you get shot, which is so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm so excited for that to come out in The Matrix. So yeah, I like, that's my style. And then go ahead, Anna, what's your style? My style is, it should feel like a punishment. It should be Mm, four hours long. It should be black and white. It should be preferably Eastern European. (laughs) Uh, We go, has anybody, has anybody even blinked in in about an hour? Um, (laughs) One time I saw, um, I saw the Turin horse in a movie theater and I fell asleep for, I think, 30 minutes of it, but nothing had happened in the 30 minutes where I slept. So I go, that's the perfect movie for me because um you could go to sleep at any minute and, and it'll still you'll still get it exactly. you don't miss anything come right yeah. back and they're still having a pretty difficult and the, time and at the end of the movie you go bravo bravo, bravo. yeah you go bellissimo Beautiful. it was gorgeous the cinematography was yeah. gorgeous and you talk about how the cinematographer really it just felt like a character as well yeah <laughs> so Great information on your movie watching habits because I almost feel like you kind of combined them for the movie that you picked today. <laughs> exactly. Wow, yeah, that's no, true. You're totally spot on that I think this yeah. is where we cross over. This really is, yeah, I agree. Totally. So y'all picked the film that just came out presently in theaters at the moment, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, old what drew y'all to pick this movie specifically and also to add on to that what are y'all's feelings about m night in general okay i'll i'll take what drew us and then you take m night okay is that all right yeah okay what drew us is the title it's called old i go kyle we gotta say that was it it's called old and then mainly I guess really that's for me where it starts and ends. Um, Oh, I did like a pull quote from the trailer, which of course is, um, she was only six years old this morning. Um, I go, I mean, to me, that seems like the perfect movie. Let's go. So that's really it for me. (laughs) Kyle. And then for me, or just M. Night Shyamalan, I mean, Mm -hmm. I love his movies. I think even the ones that weren't maybe successes, it's just so much fun and it's just really right up my alley, that kind of movie. I love a thriller. I love a twist. So, yeah. I mean, his movies, it was just exciting going into this one because we're like, what is, you know, what's the big twist? 
We had theories, yeah. you know. Well, there's always a twist. You know going into an M. Night now. But you know what? Thing and it's a twist. There's yeah. always a twist, but you know what he didn't owe us is a turn. And there was also a turn. So I, I, I go, <laughs> he's just, he's so giving. He's so giving, this guy. He gives us Generous. a twist and yeah. turns. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he kind of gets shafted a little bit, like, into a corny filmmaker. Like, he gets a rep for being, like, I don't know, not cool or something. Yeah. But he's maybe having, like, a resurgence a little bit. He is so cool. And have you seen his family? They're gorgeous. <laughs> I was actually going to say you should talk about how gorgeous his family is. You got to look up look up the photos of his family at the premiere of old. Have you seen his children? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're literally they're gorgeous. gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I mean, you're not going to get an him. argument from me. <laughs> It's a gorgeous family. That rocks. I haven't seen his children, but... <laughs> they're, I mean, trust us. They're gorgeous. I don't care who you are, okay? I look at that. I go, that's a beautiful family. Why does he even want to step away to make movies? I know. I would just be at home with my family the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into this. So I'm going to run through the cast really quickly. Just who we know here. Gael Garcia Bernal, who plays like the main dad guy. He's in this movie, Itumama Tambien. Yes. Um, which I've never seen, but I know a lot of film heads yeah. are obsessed with. It's been on my list. Have you seen? I have seen, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember it. Yeah, I think I liked it. I, I think it was like, uh, it, it felt like a very, like, you have to see this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I think I saw it when I was like, I'm assuming like late high school. And so I don't know what my mm. opinion of it. So you're scared to give an opinion in case it's now wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I'm okay. trying to really get out of this question because, <laughs> <laughs> because I, well, I think That's I was, <laughs> at the time I was just like, oh, I, did you know that David Lynch is fabulous? Like I didn't, I don't, yeah. I don't think I knew <laughs> movies. So I was like, oh, mm. it's. Sexy. You're saying you don't feel the same now that you did in high school? That David Lynch is okay, fabulous? No, I mean, that's obviously I do, but you're not going to get an argument out of me. But I think the movie, I was like, oh, they're in South America and they're on a motorcycle and he's really hot. So, you, you know, I mean, to me, that was probably what constituted a good movie. So I remember <laughs> thinking it was a good movie, but I, I really haven't seen it. So I don't know, you know. Okay, okay. It's not, enter- it's not, I haven't cataloged it in my letterbox. I'll say that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> we also have Vicky Vicky Creeps. Do you say your name Creeps? Because that's kind of a sick last name. I believe uh, so. so. <laughs> I believe so. Is Vicky Creeps the mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. She's like the main mom. Yeah, yeah, she's the main mom. Yeah. She's in Phantom Thread. And then we got Alex Wolf, who's having a moment in theaters right now because he's also in Pig. Yes. Which is out. Wow. And he's from Hereditary. He's in the Jumanjis. He's also from Josh and Drake, right? Or like some Disney show. Could be. Um, M. Night himself does a cameo as the van driver. Yeah. Um, He sure does. Ken Lung, who was in Lost. Mm. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's in Saw. Welcome to the Dollhouse, one of my faves. He's also in three episodes of High Maintenance, which I'm watching right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then lastly that I'm going to name, we have Eliza Scanlon, who we've done one of her movies on pod before, Baby Teeth. Um, she's also in the new Little Women movie. Oh, she was in Baby Teeth. Yeah, she's like the main girl from Baby Teeth. Wow, okay. She is the Baby Teeth. She's the Baby Teeth. <laughs> wow, okay. Who is, she, who is she in Little Women? I think she's the one that gets sick and dies. Okay, maybe why I didn't okay. remember. All right. Or Goodbye. Yeah, she's addicted to being sick and dying. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> she's also famously kind of soft canceled for um, writing and directing a racist short film. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> 
Spill the beans. Um, she wrote and directed this short film called Mukbang. It's basically a white woman doing like a bunch of Korean stuff. Oh. Um, and then also this white woman like strangles a black man in the short. And it's very like. Uh, Baby teeth did that. Wow. Okay. It's it's not great. And she actually also won best director for it at the Sydney Film Festival. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. She's since apologized, I guess, but also she did it. So, like, what do you do, you know? Uh, anyway. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. When was that? That was either 2019 or 2020. It was, like, not long ago. So do you think the cancellation was pre-production of old, or do you think M. Night goes, you know what? Better. Give me your definitely... cancel. Give me your poor. I'm M. Night. I got a gorgeous family. <laughs> She was definitely have been canceled before starting wow. this. Wow. Okay. Think. I'm Interesting. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, a diverse cast by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a canceled white. We have <laughs> we have a canceled white. I mean, that's really that's how you can diverse. She's Australian cast too. So like you know, does that count? I don't don't even get me started. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And then for critic scores, we got 51 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is bad i think certified uh and 68 from the google users so not great there either wow (laughs) we can watch the trailer and then get into it no kids allowed on the beach what oh no oh no we never leave each other nothing separates us body has decomposed how quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Front! Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm I'm right here. Dad, why are you looking at me like that? What's happening to us? My daughter just turned six two weeks ago. Mom! Whatever's happening to us is happening very fast. You have wrinkles. There's something wrong with this beach. What's happening? Mom! 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 I'm scared! We have to get off this beach! People are blacking out going this way. If she makes it to the ledge, she might have a chance. Why is she stopping? Oh no. We're here for a reason. This movie, first of all, it was filmed in the height of Pandy. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. I feel like all the movies coming out now, like, you can't help but think about that maybe like when I'm looking at this movie and it's just like okay so they have a limited cast they like keep it to whatever six people on a beach and the numbers go down and down it's like mm, that's probably a pandemic thing wow right? that oh. makes perfect sense because I, we I, didn't know actually it's crazy now in retrospect to have not picked up on that but because I was like is he psychotic like what is he what is he doing but okay that makes sense yeah <laughs> This was also based on a graphic novel called Sandcastle, so it's not even entirely an M. Night idea. 
and it's his first movie that he's filmed entirely outside of Philly uh, since 1992. Really? His first movie. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. He's just a Philly, a Philly head. Oh, yeah. He's a big Philly head. Do you all not know? I um, did not know. I'm sorry. I love Yeah. He's like from Philly. He's a big Philly head. And he like self-produces all of his movies in his hometown. Wow. Okay. Ooh. That's the real M. Night Shyamalan twist, I guess. I'm- <laughs> For me. <laughs> a turn. I even. go, wow. Okay. Well, again, the turn. I mean, he didn't promise us a turn, but <laughs> yeah. So that's why, like, I feel like he gets a lot of respect from like indie filmmakers because of that. Because like he just kind of does what he wants because he pays for all his own stuff, basically. That he pays makes for his whole production. <laughs> so much sense that yeah. I, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. That makes so much sense. <laughs> is what I'll yeah. say. Wow. This movie also shot on 35 millimeter, which seems wild when you get into the camera work that goes on later. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of go, oh, why? You know what it does have the energy of, which is really (laughs) funny because it's self-produced, finding out that it's self-produced, is Real Rob, the Rob Schneider series that he self-produced for Netflix. Not for Netflix, but self-produced that's on Netflix, where you're like, am I watching someone have a mental breakdown? Um, And so this has kind of that spirit (laughs) to me. And so that makes sense. Yeah. Great. He did say that like part of his intention with this movie or like where he was kind of coming from with it was like to relate it to pandemic where it's just like people trapped somewhere and there's some kind of thing making you sick that you can't escape. Oh, impending doom. He's a genius. I mean, wow. This I never is, thought about I that. never thought about it. It never that. came to my mind. It never even crossed my mind once. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was like an island movie. Yeah, I go, you know, Love Island's big right now. All the other ones. What is that other island movie when they're like at an island and it's like 51st Days? Beach Bum? Castaway? No, I don't, I don't know. Beach Bum. <laughs> yes, Castaway, Beach Bum. Stop it. Yeah. I famously I mean, said 51st Days. But anyways, so <laughs> well, hey, aren't they on like Hawaii or something? I'm pretty sure they're on Hawaii or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could go on. <laughs> so getting into this movie, this is a families on vacay movie. And we are with two couples and two whole families. And although there is a wild amount of racial and ethnic diversity between the family members, every person is decidedly straight (laughs) yes incredibly incredibly straight radiating (laughs) heteronormative yeah i just think it's incredible that they it seems like they went so far to make literally every member of this cast be from a different place yeah or of a different color or something yeah yes Um, like there's no two alike no Uh, but they are all very straight yes (laughs) undoubtedly no one's even second guessing for a second i mean yes so i just thought that's kind of funny i think yeah it's it's really funny the first family the main family even so we got two kids mom and dad um on their way to go to vacation the little boy way too smart we love a like way too smart young boy yes of course (laughs) trope and once they get to their hotel that story kind of revolves around we get all the exposition about like they're in the middle of a divorce. The mom has a tumor, etc. We get kind of their their trauma that's going on. Pretty much right away, you go. I don't have any questions about where this family's at. They really let me know. Yeah, and I feel like the movie kind of stays that way. <laughs> like, yes, 
you never have time to have a question because they will just say out loud every single thing that's happening. Oh, it's so funny because obviously we'll get to it, but there was one part where Kyle was like, oh, look, it it feels like right now what he's doing is he's saying like, just in case anyone has any doubts about any of the plot holes, I'm about to answer literally all of them. So listen up. And it was very funny. Yeah. But it was like the parents talking in the hotel room where she's like, not only are we getting a divorce, but I also have this tumor. And then then the children listening outside heartbroken, but, you know, having like yelling, we're not going to tell the kids yet. (laughs) Not yet, please. It will protect them from my tumor and the divorce. And the kids are like right outside being like crying and but crying in a gorgeous leather room i mean yeah the hotel was very beautiful yeah it was beautiful i would like i would definitely stay there for sure i would love to stay there yeah Yeah. i don't know how they afford it oh oh, did they win like a sweet i think that's the the, the, yeah that's it yeah exactly they got yeah. it because they won a contest. Or yeah, something. she she said like, oh, I don't know. I just simply went online and I just looked up hotel contests. <laughs> and then this year. I think, this yeah, and she said they kept coming up and they kept coming up. So I finally were like, what the hey, let's stay at this hotel. Yeah, exactly. Do you think, and this is maybe jumping ahead just a little bit, but I just thought of this, that in here in a minute, we're going to find out everybody that ends up on their little beach is sick, right? They have some kind of illness that's pretty bad. So do you think those people would be like the one lady for instance who has seizures i can't go eight minutes without having a seizure my entire life what i want to do actually is like fly on a vacation away from home uh and away from like all my doctors and everything like that and go to like actually an isolated beach yeah where like my my limited amount of medical assistance is um (laughs) certainly gonna be rendered sparse yeah of course yeah (laughs) yeah i can't imagine her doctor saying that was okay yeah i mean absolutely not well she's with a nurse so yeah you know her Okay, that guy's so funny. Yeah, Jared. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll always remember him. I don't oh, no, remember the other guy. The, the woman who has seizures, her husband or whatever is named Jared. No, Jared is the, he's a plastic surgeon. What? Jared? He, he says, I'm Jared, right? No, it's the, it's the husband of the woman who has seizures, right? Oh, really? Because remember he said, sta- I mean, sorry to put no, no, no. the spoilers the guy, ahead. Because the guy goes, I'm Jared. And then he goes, I'm Jared. And then he keeps saying, like, I'm Jared. And you're like... Okay, we get it. It's that guy, I think. Jared is the guy from Lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. I, I misunderstood. I was, you know, I was swept away, so yeah. that's why. <laughs> okay. I actually don't know any of the characters' names. Well, I thought the plastic surgeon was Jared because he stabs the sand and he goes, I'm Jared. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't even remember that part. He's, 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 not, he's definitely not Jared. Okay, wow. So. I mean, this is really, maybe that's him. But no, he, I think I know why that might happen. Okay. Um, but let me get us uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there of for course. a second. So the second family that's here is like a rude hot mommy who's a little bit horny. She's a little um, horny. Like a caricature of like a hot woman, like looking at herself constantly and like way too much makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty early on, we find out about her, her calcium. So she has a calcium deficiency. Also with her family is a child, a grandma and a dog. And then her doctor husband, who I think is who you're saying, the plastic surgeon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of his first shining moments is the seizure lady starts having a seizure here at the restaurant outside or whatever. And he runs over, does literally nothing. Yes. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Move out of the way. And then he's like, actually, 
just don't touch her. She's probably fine. She'll be fine a little bit. Bye. And But like he also gets her husband's name wrong in that moment. Yes. And then it's it's great because, you know, a really good doctor is actually, once you get to a certain level of medical care, the, the real doctor would go, don't panic. It's all good. So that's, that's also, really nice. If he's a plastic surgeon kind of doctor, is he actually trained in the... Like, I don't think that's the type know. of, in a movie, when you go, there's a doctor on the plane. It's I don't, a plastic surgeon. I don't think it's yeah. a plastic surgeon. I think it's actually someone who has... It's like a guy who can administer Botox yeah. at, at like, the drop of a hat. There's a doctor. Yeah, there's a doctor on the plane. Give him Botox! Please! Yeah, of course. I feel like they probably have to go through some of the same medical yeah. training. Right, least. yeah. And then you just but take different is, directions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is like a thing in movies that famously, whenever there's a doctor, they just like know how to do every single thing yeah. any type totally. of doctor could do. Of course. Yeah. So if anything, M. Night is kind of giving us a, a little treat by going, he is a doctor, but where movies diverge is they go, any doctor is good for any task, but not this guy. I just love that he like walked up, did nothing, and then got a guy's name wrong and left like, while the woman was having a seizure. Yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's really awesome. <laughs> and she instantly wakes up from her seizure cracking jokes, too, which also is famously not how seizures work either. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think so. But, you know, she has them every eight minutes, so she's probably got a little system down, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've had a couple friends with epilepsy, and after they have a seizure, they're kind of like in a zombie state for like a very long time. Yeah, but it's, no, but it's different because, you know, again, every eight minutes, it, so you kind of go okay you know the it's it's just part of it's part of the rat race yeah and she just like pops up and is like well i'm shaking again <laughs> like whatever she said i don't know actually what she said i don't actually um, know either yeah <laughs> but she did pop up and do a joke she popped yeah she for sure, for sure popped and joked yeah <laughs> so these two families get offered to go to a special beach away from everyone else quote unquote but it is still with like six people going in the van and a dog. So it doesn't seem as secluded as they're kind of advertising it. Yes, um, right. But it's big like, hey kid, get in the van vibes. Big <laughs> they just time. take them and drop them off in the middle of the woods. Absolutely. And uh, are like, go that way. Bye. <laughs> okay, you're on your own, yeah. Once they're on the beach, we meet the coolest character. Oh yeah. Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> I mean, when they reveal mid-sized sedan, I'm so I don't care who you are. You're standing up from your seat. You go standing ovation. M. Night Shyamalan, this is a palm d'or immediately. I mean, this is well, what's what's crazy about Midside Sedan is that I have this. I know this person who also saw Old, and he goes. Mm. So I thought you were gonna say you also know a person named oh. Midside Sedan. Is I actually know and someone his, named and his Midside Sedan? His name is Midside Sedan. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's personal. But that has yeah. nothing to do with the story. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a fact. Yeah. But I was talking to this person, and they texted me, and they go, "Well, what do you think?" And I go, "Well." Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> I mean, come on. And the person goes, "Oh, it's it was so good." I go, "Mid-sized sedan." They said it was good. <laughs> yeah, and then I kind of got into this weird conversation. Like, yeah, they were like, "This is, was amazing." They're like, "The clunky dialogue is what you come to expect with an M Night movie." <laughs> and I go, "Mid-sized sedan." But mid-sized sedan. <laughs> Oh my god. It's like it really is like M Night Shyamalan or whoever wrote it has does not even It was him. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, does, wow. Does not even write know what a rapper's name would be. No. So he goes, um, <laughs> Midside Sedan. That is just I it is really amazing where I'm like, does M Night know anyone? Does he know any people? Does he have relationships with people outside of his family? Yeah. True. Has he ever talked Imagine to Imagine someone coming up to you and being like 
oh, yeah, I'm going, like, out to dinner with M. Knight or whatever. My friend M. Knight. Like, I just can't, I can't even picture Would never it. happen. Yeah, absolutely. I no. mean, I don't believe you. I go, is this April Fool's? Let me check the calendar. Because yeah. absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Ashton is what I would say. Where's Ashton? Being absolutely. Yeah. Not bathing his baby? I don't, I think that was the latest headline I've heard about Ashton. Really? <laughs> yeah, not to tell tales out of school. <laughs> but oh, TMZ God. has it that um, he and Mila don't bathe their kids. What? They don't bathe? Yeah, that was kids. the headline. They don't bathe their kids. Anyway, no disrespect. Oh. No offense. Uh, but yeah, that's also interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Ashton's strange. And this is what happens when you let people be too rich for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Mid-sized sedan in the movie is also not addressed whatsoever. There's no reaction from the other characters when the girl like runs up and goes, that's my favorite rapper, mid-sized sedan. Everyone's just like, yeah, okay, mid-sized sedan, uh, moving on. It's just the most absurd thing uh, I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I got, I, co- I co-signed. Yeah. I think that could have easily made more sense if maybe one of the other actors were like, wait, come again? Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. would have helped a lot. If someone said, come again, and then goes, yeah, his name's Midsize Sedan. Well, I've never heard anyone name that. Or Even because the girl introduced, the the daughter introduces him and is like, that's only the hottest rapper right now. Like, mm-hmm. and he's just right there. And, oh, I'm so, do I look okay? His name is Midsize Sedan. Like, yeah. you could, as a parent, you can even have a parent be like, oh, sir. Certainly, I misheard my daughter. I don't even yeah. want to go too far in the movie, but it's like, and then like when the girls like walking off with mid-sized sedan and they've like connected, but it's like yeah. they hardly like that's the only interaction we've seen them have. Yeah, is that she goes, "Are you mid-sized sedan?" And he goes, "Yeah." Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. That's mm-hmm. the weird part. Well, she's a fan, and you know how men are with their fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> they're young, hot female fans. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mid-sized sedan. Not only. Ooh, you know what? His initials M S. And he has MS. Okay, come on. I didn't even think about that. Come on, he's that good. I didn't either until I just looked at it in my notes. Wow. Mid-sized sedan. Mid-sized sedan. He's so good. But maybe it's MSS. Well, you would maybe do mid-dash size, so it would be... Yeah. So do you count that as like one word? Oh, but also M. What? Night Shyamalan, but the end night is silent. I don't know. One thing about him is that his nose is bleeding, like incredibly goopy CGI blood forever that was so distracting. 100%. (laughs) It was so 3D. The first death that happens is related to him, or the first death that's found, I guess, is that when the kids are goofing around and swimming around, his girlfriend's body is floating, which you see in the trailer. So that was kind of already spoiled. Yeah. But the doctor husband is super racist, too. That's how you know this cast is diverse. There's a racist guy. Yeah. There's a woman who studied psychology. Exactly. That's what we mean when we say we want diverse casting. We want a racist. We want an equal amount of racists to non-racists. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Finally, someone had to say it. Hollywood heard us. Yes. And then the grandma just kind of keels over. The dog dies. Everybody's just dying suddenly for like no reason. It was crossing yeah. the line for me as a dog owner to see a dog die. I Absolutely. Just, you didn't dead. have to. You didn't, didn't have to he do didn't, that. He shouldn't have been on that island. Yeah. Why is he there? I don't know. He should be in a doggy spot. He should somewhere. be staying with a friend or a trusted yeah. companion. Yeah. yeah. He shouldn't be there. He should be like at someone's house being pet. Not exactly. like on a beach. What did he have to fly? That's so stressful. I would He's have a little guy. happily watched that dog. Kyle would watch the dog. 
I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Okay. At Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At Hollywood fucking yesterday. Okay. Kyle will watch the dog. <laughs> and then after that is when the kids start aging after the oldies die. And when the kids start aging is when the cinematography, I think, begins to really go off the rails. Yeah. This is when the, the camera starts to really move into the faces and then move out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like just be shooting like the corner of someone's hair. Yeah. For like a long time. It's almost like it's kind of trying to hide the kids, like to make it a reveal. Yeah. But like literally if you've seen the trailer, like the one thing we know about this movie is that the kids suddenly age, right? Also, it's like we know Alex Wolf is in the movie because as we said, he there's a lot of buzz around him, so we're looking for Alex Wolf. And yeah. so we know Alex Wolf's gonna come in there. Yeah, I see that the profile of that ear and I go, That's Alex Wolf. That's Alex Wolf. <laughs> there's just no there's no amount of words you can tell me to pretend that that's not Alex Wolf. So the big reveal is really lost on me. Yeah. So there's like, what's the deal with trying to make, like, they really go a long time before ever showing the kids. It lasts a really long time to the point where I'm like, we, please, please just anything else. Can we just move this along? Can we just please move this along? Yeah. I know you're really excited for the reveal, but yeah. like you're, you've gone past edging. Into full blue balls. Oh, full blue balls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now I'm over. I'm not horny anymore. I mean, pr- exactly. Please leave me out of this. You're sick reindeer games. <laughs> Because I'm like, knowing that the kids age because everyone's seen the trailer, because they play it everywhere all the time, right? kind of ruins that part of the movie. But I wonder if there's a way you could even make a trailer for this movie where you didn't include that fact. Right. I think you could. I think maybe it's just like, make a trailer where people are like, Oh no, oh no. Right. Yeah. Just be like, they were on a beach. Oh no, oh no. Until oh, no. they weren't. Until they weren't and something was going on. Oh no, oh no. Yeah, a couple of oh no's. Okay, you show me Mitsai Sedan's girlfriend's body, fine. You show a few okay, people fine. going in, trying to escape, and then doing when they, they lose focus and yeah. they like mm-hmm. black out. Yeah. Do a few of those. Yeah, a few of those are yeah. great. Yeah. That'll that'll really spice things up. Um yeah, absolutely. I hope M Night is taking notes, because these are incredible. I really hope so. One of the indicators that the boy is aging too, or like growing, is that he comes up to his mom and says, my bathing suit feels weird. I need to take it off. I mean, that is just, the dialogue is so funny. I I just, I don't understand. I don't don't understand how he can get away. But then also, so the dialogue is hilarious, but then also he never does take it off. No. The daughter famously changes. Famously changes into... The mom's extra spare bikini. We all know when we're going to the beach, one thing we're throwing in that bag is a whole entire extra swimsuit. Well, to me as a woman, I'm coming into this experience going, I know what that's like. I've been on that beach. Look at my tote bag. There's five to seven more bikinis just (laughs) at at any given time. I mean, it's just, you know, you're constantly just hemorrhaging bikinis. But also are we to believe if he never changes swim trunks, not to skip Mm -hmm. ahead, but he was wearing the same swim trunks when he was around 40 years old. You know, and that's... Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. I wonder if they could have done the whole, like, instead of my pants are getting tight kind of thing. If, <laughs> if instead they were like, Mom! Mom! Something's happening to my voice! Wow. Yes, you know? exactly. Because I think when I think of, like, a young boy, I think of, like, a voice change. So of course. Like, yes. Puberty. Like, Mom! Oh, no! Yeah, exactly. It's like... 
you have the free it's like utilize what you have which is puberty yeah that's the the camera trick that you need it's nature's cameras trick. yes you don't need to make it be like whose ears in the corner of the film yeah. and then like <laughs> the swim trunks getting tight you just you yeah. don't need to do that or like mom my body's growing my swim trunks are also growing my, my swim trunks scary. yes exactly it's the, now I'm like is the horror movie about the swim trunks I mean that's just really wow <laughs> yeah that could have been incredible these are scary but yeah exactly they didn't do those things here so yeah so I think like around here is when we get the introduction of that other couple too yeah. so Anna do you want to say what happened with the couple. Yeah, let me take it away here. So yeah, the couple is meeting the now slightly older kids who are mm-hmm. have gone from being I, I don't remember how long the how old the girl was in this specific scene or in the beginning rather, but the kid who went would go on to be Alex Wolf is six. Famously from the he was only six years old this morning. So yeah. He is now at this point 11. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I don't have kids and I'm not hanging out with kids Mm -hmm. just in my personal life. So I don't really know the difference. I'm I'm skipping ahead here, but the couple goes, how old are you? And the kid goes, I'm 11. And they go... Oh, I get it. You're pulling one of those jokes on me where you're joking. Oh, no, he says six. <laughs> or I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He goes, I'm six. Exactly. And the guy goes, I, I see you're what you're doing. You're kind of playing a joke. Playing on a joke on me where you're mm-hmm. saying you're six, but you're clearly older. Yeah. So I already love whatever M. Night Shyamalan thinks is a joke. I'm already, I'm in love. That's Amore. <laughs> I think he's brilliant. This is really funny. But yeah. I'm also looking at that kid and I'm like, he doesn't look necessarily... I'm not looking at that kid and being like, that's a 30-year-old man. I'm like, I don't know. He's kid age. So my flags, my red flags aren't going up when that kid says he's six. I wouldn't get like basically the way that how annoyed they get is like, like these kids are weird. Let's get away. Yeah. But yeah, I would never feel that way. I would be like, huh. I'd be like, I don't know what six looks like, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) I would be like, huh, that's interesting. I think I imagine someone six to be smaller, but I'm not like, who knows? I get me off this beach, like you know. There. What if that kid was just like big boned? And yeah, maybe that's just, a big like, boned kid. Him? Yeah, that's exactly. Like, and that's straight up rude. Maybe that's a Danish kid. You know, they're tall. I don't know. You know, so that's <laughs> I don't know. But the way they handled that dialogue right there is so funny. Where like if he had looked like eighteen and said I'm six, then yeah. I can see like we know what an eighteen he looks like a grown man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying he's not like yeah. he's not like Hollywood six. You but know, also he's like, when. when <laughs> But to, but the way they even like experience that is yeah. like almost like a real like a nast a kid doing something nasty. Totally, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. Oh, let's get They're away so from rude. them. Yeah. They're so rude, and this is where we get to find out she does psychology, which is really funny, is because the husband goes, "Oh, wait, you are messing with me, right? You are saying you're six, <laughs> but I'm looking at you, and I'm seeing older than six. I know. I'm I'm seeing at least eleven or twelve. I don't know what I'm seeing. Yeah. And then she goes. <laughs> Well, when children get uncomfortable, sometimes they will do what is kind of known oh, as an yeah, elaborate prank. And we're like, are you, who is this? Who wrote this? Yeah, who? why can't it just be like, huh, that's interesting. That's just not, it's just so funny that she would be like, in my professional opinion, what is happening here is a kind of defense mechanism, whereas they don't know us and we essentially are strangers to them. And thereby, what they are doing is creating a sort of barrier, <laughs> which they are kind of dressing up with jokes and ha-has, you know, and it's yeah. like so funny 
It's so weird. That is yeah, the first instance so where I was like, it's what? This dialogue is fucking crazy, you know? Yeah, it is. And that's like most of the reviews I read about this movie too are like, the dial. I mean, come on with this dialogue. Come on it's with insane. this dialogue, my man. But yeah. then we have that guy who I was, my friend named Mid-Size Sedan, who uh-huh. I was talking to, who's also yeah. named that, but it's not part of the story. Yeah, it's not part of the story. This um, is private. But he was saying that it's like, that's actually just what he comes to expect. With M. Night movies. So you, yeah, you go to an M. Night movie for that. But supposedly M. Night didn't even write this. Well, he didn't, wait, so I, yeah, I had heard that he didn't write the script he just directed, but he did, he just adapted the script? I was under the impression that he adapted the script. Okay. I'm looking it up. Writers, written for the screen by M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, amazing. Yeah, I'm back in. I go, I go, that's even better. Yeah. (laughs) It's based on a graphic novel. I read an interview with the actor who played mid-sized sedan where they were asking him about the name or like how did the name come around yeah and basically what he said was just like when i met up with m knight he said my name was going to be mid-sized sedan he had it in his mind already there was no room for discussion it was going to be mid-sized sedan wow so just like in the beginning there was light honestly as a struggling actor who doesn't book much i would say that if m knight Shyamalan, i got this opportunity and someone says your name has to be Midsize sedan, I would go, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. It's my big Yeah, and I I think that's probably how he felt too. Like, he seemed pretty honored just to Mm -hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Included, yeah. <laughs> Poor little fellow, bless his heart. Bless his heart. I mean, I meet up with M Night tomorrow. He goes, "I got a role for you. You're called Big Little Couch in the corner." I go, Big "You know, couch. yeah, perfect. <laughs> you got it." Want to be called mid-sized chair? <laughs> be called yeah, a rocking chair that's made for a smaller person. <laughs> so one of the next things that happens is that the doctor slashes mid-size. His mid-sized face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. With a knife. And of course, like, they're in a high-stress situation, so, like, any one of them could have snapped and been, like, a weird stabber guy, but they do make the one person who has mental illness be famously scary, as M. Night loves to do. Yes. And he's doing this because the doctor believes that the dead body we see, there's no way that mid-sized sedan isn't the one who (laughs) killed the woman so other people on the beach are going hey we don't have all the facts and he's going hey we do have the facts uh mid-sized sedan is black so i guess those are the facts and so he's just being racist and he stabs the guy in the face okay yeah okay and his cheek heals instantly and that's when we learn that they have like instant healing power which then instantly comes back to like kind of fight them because the mom's tumor starts growing crazily and they have to try and cut it out but the hole keeps closing up the tumor part her is hole. her huh? hole keeps closing up okay yeah. the tumor extraction now that is amazing that you're not gonna see every day oh. yeah i mean this is we were really having a, a hoot when when this was going up. yeah and we like that the solution was just get two people to help and hold it open yeah just really get your fingers in there as deep as possible and just Pull it out. And just simply pull it out. Just pulled right out clean. No slicing needed. No, no, no. Just grab it. It's a loose ball. It's a loose ball. And then after she goes, yeah, I feel better. She's instantly better. I mean, perfect. If all surgeries could be like this, then... I mean, amazing. I would just say you could take everything. Yeah, take it all. I don't even care. Feel free. Take some... At least half of this can go. You're already in there. Take something to go. Take a, you know, take a little memento. (laughs) I immediately reminds me of the fifth element where uh-huh. they go Flava Laguna and he extracts the rock from her. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, the like the singer. Yes, the, the 
Exactly <laughs> the one. Lady. The opera singer, yeah. the diva. Uh, I love that part She of goes, the, the stones are in me. That's also, I'll say, in a movie that we overlap on. Oh, that is a huge overlap because that is one yeah. of my favorite movies. And So it kind of has the action I'm looking for and it has the um, something else. Well, it's got the Eastern European intrigue because... Mila Jovovich, so, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it, it reminds me of, like, that. Them digging into her body to pull out the tumor. The I stones. mean, that was just really incredible. Incredible, and this scene also introduces its own plot hole, which is that when all these people are just straight up jamming their hands into this woman, mm-hmm. they're, they're unclean, unwashed hands that have been on the beach all day, probably have sand all over them, and just getting them all right up inside of her literal guts. Yes. yes. They pull them out, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. But later in the film, this is skipping like almost to the end, but like the doctor gets infected in his blood by a cut from a rusty knife. Oh, right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And yet. Yeah. So like the logic doesn't follow because she would have probably had a terrible infection and like died of sepsis. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, everybody's getting a hand in her. It was, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're walking by, put a hand in there, you know, everyone. Yeah. You know, so. a way they could have fixed this easily is maybe they just, because they had all that pasta packed up you know oh how they my, had all i that, forgot about the pasta they had all that pasta oh packed up on the side it's yeah. like okay. hundreds of bags of pasta like, yeah, hundreds of bags of pasta maybe there was a small first aid kit they all put on some gloves and then maybe <laughs> yeah. we would have believed that she wouldn't have gotten or like infected. even like a mom had hand sanitizer in her bag or something yeah you know? like it doesn't even have to be like that crazy yeah mm-hmm. i forgot about the pasta oh gosh yeah we're gonna get to that part yeah the pasta only plays like a small role it's on it's on screen for like a fraction of the but second. you know what it's really Really, the um, Philip Seymour Hoffman of no matter how short its experience on screen was, it really stuck with me. And it really (laughs) made the film its own, I think. (laughs) We're pretty much there because the youngest daughter, who was not the sister of the boy, but the other girl, right after this, I think, is pregnant. Yes, right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now, that was an awesome part of the movie. Yeah. She's needing to eat the pasta because she's eating for two. She's actually eating for two. So good thing they have all that spare pasta. And do you think the beach guys knew there would be a pregnant woman? <laughs> oh my god i mean it's just there's no way to know but they did pack all that pasta they did pack all so the pasta so who's to say and she has a like sped up pregnancy that starts and ends in like three seconds basically uh-huh. that we don't even get to see the birth or anything and i just love how in this part that like alex wolf now is like a committed husband even though he <laughs> yeah. is like three years old and he goes we're gonna get married yeah i was <laughs> like re- how are they also like that wasn't explained enough like were they gaining the maturity absolutely that's my question because in that explosion that exact uh vocal explosion that you're referencing where he goes we're, get, we're gonna get married or whatever i'm like so he is six like he he's six he's six but he looks he's like alex wolf yeah, or what's going on here because i'm not getting that he's like an adult i'm getting very yeah. like i'm stomping my foot and I want, I want yeah. the last piece of chicken. Like, I'm six, <laughs> you know? It's so funny. Yeah, they funny. don't really explain what happens with their minds, but, like, they must expand in some way. They do say, like, his sister says something like, I'm seeing so many more colors now or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay, the giver. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, they don't really explain because I feel like they do get smarter in a way, but also they are like playing with sandcastles when they're 50. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he just has like compulsory heterosexuality and he thinks. Yeah, exactly. It's just something men get it, you know, men get it. So it's, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. 
uh, I think maybe right after the surgery, the mom goes off with her daughter and they introduce like an adultery narrative too that's like never addressed oh, again, basically. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my favorite part. We love this part. We love this part. <laughs> this part really hit hard when we watched. This part hit really hard. And I will say that the audience members around us, this was kind of not, not a packed house, but there were some, some seats were occupied. I'll yeah. say that. When we laughed really hard at this part, I feel like that's when we got looks. Like we were like, this is crazy. <laughs> And people were like, the, they didn't say this, but I feel like the the attitude was like, excuse me, we're trying to enjoy, enjoy the this, film. This sweet moment of the film. <laughs> yes. You guys are so... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that word? Um, you guys are so... Uh, immature. Immature and like <laughs> snotty or yeah, something. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like <laughs> simple. You guys don't get, your palate's not sophisticated enough yeah, that's for this what it, moment. That's what it felt like. <laughs> because the mother goes, if I may... Yeah. Yeah. She goes. Can I do the father's thing? Yeah, please. Okay. She yeah, goes, when I was your age, which we're like, so 11 or what's the age? I, I'm not really understanding <laughs> which age. I, too, was in love with a man. His name was Giuseppe. Oh, yeah, that part. I was thinking of the other part. Oh, what's the other so part? So that is the woman married to the plastic surgeon. Yes. Oh, yes. About excuse Giuseppe. me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Part, I misunderstood. No, that's yeah. an amazing moment. That's an amazing moment. And then the other too. amazing moment is with Gail. Where she goes. Garcia yeah, yeah. Bernard, and he goes, they're just talking about the infidelity. Yes, and the infidelity. Goes, I saw the text. Oh, that's, the, yes, yeah, yeah. They were romantic. Well, I'm thinking about when she tells her daughter. No, you're right. I, I misunderstood. I thought about the other mother, but yes. Yeah. When she talks about the infidelity. He goes, I saw your text. They were romantic. They were romantic. Yes, <laughs> of course. Of course what you say when Amazing. you see that someone's cheating on you, you go, those were romantic. Those were romantic in nature. <laughs> yes, of course. Exactly. Right, of course. Yes, so the mom, that's right, excuse me. The mom says, I cheated on your dad. Yeah. Then the daughter instantly takes an attitude of like this is not okay mm -hmm. and then the mom says will you ever forgive me and we're kind of uncertain she, and i think she says like i need some space or something she needs like some space stomps off exactly and but the beach is the pregnancy. five feet wide so i mean we'll see good luck getting your space <laughs> i also just think i have a theory that anytime there is a movie with a heterosexual couple um, there's going to be cheating. There just is cheating 100% of the yes, time. Yes, of course. Yeah. And like, we didn't even need the cheating in this. Like, they could have yeah. already just been breaking up anyway. Or, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's so much going on. They're getting a divorce. She has a tumor and she's cheating. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think it could have easily been like, we're having problems. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we would have been like, I'm on board. Yeah. Like, you're having problems, yeah. you know? Yeah. We super didn't need the cheating aspect, but per the laws of per the laws. hetero film, <laughs> there has to be cheating. Of course. And so there they were. I also feel like we've kind of said how they over-explain everything, but they also, I feel like the movie was way behind in explanation to where the viewer maybe was at a lot of the time. Like the kids are fully teenagers the first time someone says like, oh, something must be going on with time on this beach. <laughs> yeah. It's like after the girl gives birth in two seconds. Yes. Like, it's like I, we've pretty much figured out that something's going on with time like yes. half an hour ago. <laughs> no, exactly. Like I think we got it. It's just really funny when the kids first get older and the mom's like, they're getting older or whatever. And then, 
And then then that's not treated like, what is this freakish thing? They're just like, oh, I guess they just must be getting older or whatever. Excuse me for the <laughs> yeah. accent. But. Yeah, that's like another thing is that all of this like super insane stuff is happening and I feel like no one's really affected by it all that much. Yeah, I'm sorry. If someone got stabbed in the face and then their wound healed up and me on the spot, you'd be like, I don't, I need a couple of days. Like, I don't know. I don't know what just happened here. Yeah. And you've seen like dead bodies that day. And not to mention, so the guy got stabbed and his wound healed up, but there's a guy stabbing people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. And then we're like cool with just being with the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like all this stuff going on. And most of the time, it's just like, I feel like someone just like idly walking by to somewhere else and they're like oh oh what's that oh uh, oh a body mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone come over it's a body everyone else was just chilling somewhere else you know yeah exactly <laughs> like, it's like a mid-walk revelation yeah <laughs> but what we find out is that they are aging one year every half hour and the funny thing is how they arrive at that like they effortlessly calculate what the equation is they're not yeah. like oh, we don't know what's happening they're like Oh, so what must be happening is that every hour is actually, you know, 10 years or whatever. Okay, mathematicians. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're just like <laughs> seamlessly just calculated. Perfect. Also, I feel yeah. like the adults just don't dramatically age until like no. in the end. And then they're like, that is an offensive interpretation of older people. <laughs> I absolutely you know I mean? agree. Yeah. My mom is older and that woman is fly. That woman is fly. <laughs> I have to agree. My mom can do it all. Absolutely. (laughs) Kyle's mom can. I 100% agree. She's strong. She's strong. (laughs) No, but but it's okay because we know why the the older people don't age as rapidly. But we have a beautiful explanation, which is they go... Well, the kids are younger, so they have a lot so, more. So they need more food. Oh yeah. So they're eating more food, so they're getting older more rapidly. But we're just getting older regular, is what I think the explanation oh, okay. roughly is. And we're like, what? Okay. <laughs> There's also like they have an explanation for why like everyone's hair doesn't go gray and that kind of stuff too, which introduces actually a second plot hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they say their hair doesn't grow or turn white or the nails don't grow and stuff like that because those are those things are dead cells oh. and the island curse only affects living cells oh, oh. i didn't even i, I didn't, didn't even catch that yeah. that's what they say but then also mid-sized sedan's girlfriend who was the first dead body at some point in the movie we cut back to her dead body and she's all bones she's like fully right. decomposed right like beyond so she's decomposing way faster her cells are dead though because she's dead so well you didn't know her so you don't know what she's all about (laughs) you don't get it you should have seen her she was very youthful and very alive so no you know what could be true because they did not try cpr on her at all or anything no but also here in a minute the nurse man goes and tries to swim away and he is also found floating. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He must have been gone like five minutes. Right. And they don't try CPR on him. I. They don't even try it. They don't even they got he's a dead. doctor there. He's dead. Move on.org. I mean, we got to That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next page of the script. We don't have time. Okay. They said his eyes are closed. I think that means he's dead. Look, this guy's dead. Okay. So like, yeah, I guess technically like that girl could have still been alive. Next, what happens is that the doctor murders mid-sized sedan. Oh, yeah. Right. Just stabs him a whole bunch. Right. We're alerted to this by the seizure lady screaming and she has a great scream. It, I think, rivals Samara 
Weaving. Are y'all familiar with Samara Weaving? Yeah, she's that lady in that that movie. That she was, was in like, Ready or Not. Yeah, that was like Knives Out. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I thought it was better than Knives oh. Out. Oh, wow. It was, but you know, they came out around the same time. But did, can't you see how they? I'll say Ready or Not did come out first, definitively. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You got me. <laughs> But she has an incredible scream, one of the top best screams. And But I thought this lady was pretty similar. I'm just like, I wonder what the audition process was like for a role like that, where you're like, because she really does an amazing job having a seizure on camera. And then True. between that and the scream, I'm, I'm like, I bet those two things were the, in the audition. They had to At least a seizure. At least a seizure. They go, the floor is yours. You know, and she, and she like just, literally the floor. The floor is literally yours. Yeah, of course. Yeah, incredible. But yeah, uh, R.I.P. Midsize Sedan. He passes away from murder. Yeah, from from murder. So <laughs> and people literally can't stop dying on here because then the young daughter who was formerly pregnant tries to climb away and she falls down to her death as well, which we don't get to see on camera. I'm also like, I'm sorry. She started climbing and they're like, don't climb, don't climb. And then ceaselessly, they're like, look at her climb. I mean, they go from being in shock to being in awe. Very, well, very... it was kind of impressive. It, no, absolutely. I'm just going, it's amazing that they're like, no, you can't. You really can't. And you shouldn't. And as a matter of fact, I insist you don't. She really is getting up there though how does she how is she doing that and so they were awed by her incredible talent because she has no shoes no like gear or anything she's fully like what was that movie that came out with that guy who did that she just gave birth oh uh, free solo free solo yeah and she just gave birth i mean so she's uh, what is that postpartum postpartum yeah Yeah. (laughs) i almost said postmortem but that's that well not yet happens in a minute that's actually not yet um, and and her mother didn't have a spare larger bathing suit in her tote bag. So, you know, she's making do with what true. she has. That is also true. Yeah. <laughs> oh but yeah, I just feel like there are a couple times in this movie where I was like, okay, for sure, because this thing didn't happen, this movie is PG-13. It has to be. Uh, and that was one of those moments because I feel like if they would have shown her like falling to the ground... That could have been so, like, such a moment. It's just so funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, let us have your Midsommar moment, you know? But then instead, we're like, she's just not wearing sandals. She's, yeah, she's free solo. Um, But it's okay. My kid's watching, and it's fine, you know? I mean, the rest of the stuff in the movie is still, like, kind of disturbing for a child. I I mean, just make it R. Yeah. I mean, just please. I think if I was a kid, I would be highly confused. I would, it would be one of those movies where I don't think if I had my adult brain, I would be like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. You know, I think it's confusing. I think it's confusing too. And I think actually the, the, the willingness with which M. Night is like, I bet you think this stuff's confusing. So I've provided you with an explanation. Honestly, just makes it more confusing for me sometimes. <laughs> the way they, he over explains things. I'm like, yeah. well, then that can't be it. Like there has to be something else, you know? Sure. Yeah. But then sometimes you're also like, well, I already knew this. So like, now why are you explaining it? To well, me? exactly. Like, so explain just... me some of the stuff I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know? My man. Thank you. Yeah. So it's pretty much like straight chaos from there, I think. The parents, one of them loses hearing and one of them loses sight. So they together make 
a full set of senses. I mean, t- what a tale as old as time, you know? It really, <laughs> really shows it's you that It's like love. those monkeys, right? It is like those monkeys. Fear no evil, <laughs> yes. see no evil. Absolutely. Fear no Yes, evil. it is like those monkeys. Um, they look no amount older, though. No, like- they look literally not older at all. I feel like <laughs> when I was in a production of Sound of Music in high school, we did a better job aging the actors um, <laughs> with, like, Ben Nye makeup than we did here. I'm just like... like I'm supposed to believe that they're old? Like, what? Yeah, and there's that one moment where, like, you know, one can't hear, one can't see good, and then, like, they're just smiling at each other, like, and they're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just so offensive to older people. It is offensive. It's so offensive. I really, when we were watching it, we were like, that's what he thinks being old is, is just like sitting and swaying left and right. With a big smile With on your With a face. big old fucking floppy truly, smile on your face being truly. like, life, so know. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> life, what was I even saying? I don't know. It, it doesn't, doesn't even matter, matter man. Yeah. <laughs> we have each other. We can't really talk to each other, though. No, or- <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like... Okay, also, we we haven't mentioned that there's also a hiker on top of the mountain. Is there a hiker? Or I think they just think there's something shiny on top of the mountain. I thought it was a hiker. I thought it was, like, a guy. <laughs> oh, maybe could have been. I don't I mean, know. I think they say, like, oh, I think something shiny. I, I, I don't know. Either you're being gaslit or I'm being gaslit. Someone's being gaslit for sure. I thought that the first time it was like a flash of light. But I thought at one point there was the outline of a hiker. I think it's M. Night Shyamalan, his character, the band guy. Because we later see him, like he has a whole little setup and he's been watching them. Yeah. So I think that's him standing up there. I mean, so that's just really funny where they're like, is there a guy? And is there a guy? Like, it's just it's such a funny... I'm pretty sure there's a guy. <laughs> so. There's so much that's like kind of like, it feels like they don't have any real urgency to like get off this island or like to try to really like, like you said, they're just like sitting there smiling at each other, like being in love or whatever for a minute. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like I would be trying to like, get off the island pretty hard yeah yeah i feel like i'd be kind of roaring 20s to go and it's so funny yeah they're being old in this way that is i'm like what is m night what do you think old people are okay it is (laughs) offensive yeah it feels like at a certain point they're just content yeah like well this is happening yeah yeah this is happening and right in that moment the doctor guy crawls up all scary movie style oh my god yeah uh one of the cooler effects i think in the movie i agree because you can't see him and he's just like coming out of the dark from the distance absolutely the fact that m night was gracious enough to let us see it from the kind of blind person's perspective Mm. amazing really totally and he starts slicing the blind daddy. Oh, uh, he's just slicing the blind daddy up. I mean, let's can't be see where the knife is. He, he really can't. And then she, bless his heart. She's turned around with the wrong ear at that point, so she can't hear. So we just she's doing her own. She's famously on her own your ears only hear what's happening directly next to them. Well, so that's actually. An, I'm not a doctor, but I. But that that's true. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So he's sort of like screaming and being sliced all yeah. up, like. 
uh, sliced and diced. And yeah. mom's just chilling, looking at the beach. She's know, getting that S and D treatment, um, the slicing and dicing, <laughs> and she's just kind of doing her own thing. She's probably, she's honestly probably just thinking about being a woman on the other side. So that's fine. Yeah, she's just honestly vibing. She's honestly vibing. Yeah. I love that. Well, she got the tumor taken out, so she's just vibing. Okay, so <laughs> of course. But uh, when she finally realizes that her husband's being sliced to pieces, she doesn't really help him, but she does run away. <laughs> she does run away. Him, yeah, that's true. She lets him continue to be sliced for a moment while she goes to tell the kids to hide. I'm not sure why. And grabs a rusty knife. The kids go to hide in a cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did this cave come from? Not sure. Well, kind of just your classic <laughs> cave. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of don't worry about it. But inside the cave is the, like, rude hottie from earlier who we haven't seen. It's just been mysteriously, like, kind of gone for a while. Yes, exactly. She just starts, like, absolutely slam dancing and, like, breaking all of her bones. So absolutely. Crazy. This is, to me, I go, was that in her audition? She is a very versatile <laughs> actor, actually. I thought I knew this character. I knew them to be calcium deficient, but very yeah. hot. And now, straight up American Horror Story. Um, never seen it, but I'm assuming this is what it's like. Amazing, amazing physical movements. I go, is this person goalie trained? Um, she's an amazing yeah. physical performer. Wow. She's, <laughs> yeah, peak physical form. She was incredible, just absolutely breaking her bones to pieces and having them heal instantly. I mean, instantly. Um, while the kid just wastes every match that he has, lighting matches. Yeah. And I'm like, match. how many matches do you have? I mean, what? what <laughs> where did the matches come, come from? You were three years old. How were they in your pocket? This morning. This I morning. mean, wow. He shouldn't be allowed to play with matches. That's even. what I'm saying. Vacation yeah. or not. Wow. Yeah, that's also our whole theory about how do they learn how to do all these things. Yeah. Who does that just inherent knowledge True. that comes with the an age? He did also boy? like learn how to fuck somehow. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. I hated oh. the implication of it. I said, honestly, I didn't come for this in a movie. This is too much. Yeah, exactly. And I'm with Kyle on this one. Get this yeah. out of my movie. And I'm actually with both of you on that. Thank one you. As well. <laughs> that's yeah. what's up. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so what happens next? That lady, I guess, just breaks her bones to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, excuse then, me. Isn't that when she says, wait. I know, Giuseppe? That or must no. have been before the it cave. before she turned cuckoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to address Giuseppe? Well, I... I we look, probably I, should. I, I wanted to act up earlier. I think we probably should. I brought it up earlier. I just want to say that in my defense, okay, because mm-hmm. I laughed really hard and I think choked because <laughs> th- it's just, you cannot do this to me. You cannot have everyone in the name, in the movie be named like Jordan. And then all of a sudden <laughs> someone's ju- someone's name is just Giuseppe. You can't go from Jared to Giuseppe. <laughs> you cannot go from Jared to Giuseppe, okay? You cannot do... You- <laughs> But actually, the the main dad's name is Guy. So okay, they didn't but even Guy, try it with but that Giuseppe. One. I mean, that is a that is a lifetime away. Well, that also, is a two plane ride. So that's away. what I'm saying. To add to your point, to thank use you. The name Giuseppe, but it's not even someone we meet. It's not even. It's like that name could have no. been anything. I mean, it just is like okay. At least ease me into it. Maybe the guy's name is Gianni, <laughs> yeah. or I don't know. You know, like can you? <laughs> you can't just go straight to Giuseppe. DiGiorno. You yeah. Yes. Absolutely, DiGiorno at some point would even be better. I mean, wow. I mean, it could have competed with Midsize Sedan to have it. Her really was uh, because name first, DiGiorno. When Midsize Sedan is named, I go, wow, now that is a name to watch. Um, and then there's no way that anything will top 
this person being a mid-sized sedan and then you come at me with Giuseppe I mean I don't know I just I I, I don't know it was too much it was too too much much. to handle it's too much for me I would have loved a content warning is all I'm saying (laughs) I mean that's all yeah I'm with you on that one thank you (laughs) Um, so after both of these people pass away because the the doctor gets mad tetanus and dies uh, the chick breaks all her bones to death we're down to the main family. The dad gets dementia for like one second and then passes away from that. And the mom just like vibes so hard she passes away. Like nothing really happens. She to her. really she just, just Coachella's her way out of life. Felt I'd like say. they tried. They tried to do one of those classic old people things in movies where it's just like one goes and the other one has to just they just like walk. Into yeah, the ocean because all they know died is died of a other. broken heart. Yeah, yeah, died of a broken yeah. heart. Yeah. Even though she famously like wanted to leave him earlier. She literally could not wait yeah. to leave. But then you forget that by the time that she was deaf and he was blind, all was forgiven. And even though those True. text messages she was receiving were romantic, she was happy with where she was. Yeah. So then we're down to just the quote unquote kids who are now we're like the middle aged. I'm sorry, but not to be crude, not to be Mr. Crude Humor, 100% I'm like, these two are going to fuck. I mean, they're just... Oh my God, that's literally what I was about to say. There's (laughs) so much... Why? There's so much sexual tension here. I was also like, they're going to die on this beach. They have to be like... For old time's sake, like like they they have to be like one before she's we go. She's still a virgin. She's still a virgin. Oh my god! And I'm sorry. I don't mean to be crude though, humor, Kyle, but I'm just yeah. like there's sexual tension here. It's very it was off weird. The it's off the charts. I'm sorry. Don't put sexual tension in front of me and then expect me not to comment on it. Okay? Yeah, but I'm like they have to be like one just one time before we die. You know they have to, right? Yeah, probably. But it's also like you're you've only been there for like one day, and it's like is that enough to like push you to that? Is edge? that enough to have sex with your he, sibling? I, I yeah, I don't. He impregnated a woman. He did. He's That's gone through true. a whole, I mean, he's, he lost he's a father. He's a father who's suffered a terrible loss. Yeah. I mean. The baby did die. I don't think I said that out loud. Oh, the baby did happen. die um, yeah. because it was, the cells moved too fast. It was, yeah. It was something about the way it was birthed. It came out too fast. We don't even. I don't even. We know. really don't. I don't really even know. Think the important. logic's all. Who knows? The logic is. I mean, uh, it's uh, ha- half thought out at best. I mean, you're really. <laughs> Why didn't they just cut the baby out like they did? Just the yeah, exactly. Like, and then it's and then it's all good. It'll be healed. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. Who can say? But so now we're down to these last two siblings who do want to fuck each other. Um, they don't fuck each other, no. at least not that we see. But they are in no hurry to get off the island at all because they do chill out and just build a sandcastle. They build a sandcastle. They go, look, we're we're basically 50 at this point. You know, who cares? I mean, yeah. let's build a sandcastle. Like every minute that passes, we like gain and the way, I'm sorry, whatever it was, a year the way of they, life or something. The way they look at each other and they're like, let's do what we do best. And then they go build a sandcastle. Like I really hated that moment where they're yeah. like, let's, let's, can we go do what? we know how to do you know like i hated that that was really that made me really uncomfortable the non-urgency of everyone throughout this movie to not want to get away from this space that's like literally killing them and driving everyone crazy it's amazing yeah and while they're building the sandcastle he remembers that he had a little crypto thing, whatever those things are called, from the day before that he never translated because he was friends with the little boy at the hotel. Well, obviously, they have a friendship that'll last a lifetime. They met the day before. So he goes, yeah, oh, my old friend. Yeah. When you're kids, that's all it takes. You meet and then you're friends for life. Yeah. And I think the little kid had said something about 
don't go or something. Like, don't go or to the beach? my uncle doesn't like that or something. Yeah, yeah. He had warned him, had said warned him, and then there's that moment where that concierge guy, mm-hmm. who we also meet later, who's, <sighs> you know, yeah. working two jobs, but um, <laughs> the, con- the concierge guy's, like, <laughs> takes the little kid away, and it sounds like they used, like, Foley artist, and it sounds like they throw him into a vase. Oh my god! It's like yes. oh, it's like a weird crash sound, and we totally. don't see it. And you're like, oh, the Foley <laughs> guy just wanted it to sound like he like threw him into like a bunch of vase bosses. <laughs> yeah, he threw him into eight like, bosses. <laughs> it was so the Foley artist was really having fun that yeah. day. I mean, that was really, that's that incredible. Was, that's really, really nice crazy. to hear. And I think it was maybe even earlier, but but Kyle, you're so good. You are so good. Yeah. At some point around here, but I think even earlier, Kyle leans in. Actually, maybe it was when we saw the outline of the hitchhiker or the or the shininess or whatever. Yeah. Kyle goes, it's going to be the government. I know this kind of movie. Someone's I doing, love this kind of someone's movie. Someone's doing experiments. It's going to be it's going to be the government. <laughs> it's okay. Like every movie like this, it's always like I mean, they just it's like yeah, they can't find another explanation. I mean, it's so funny, of course. Of yeah. course, yeah. Like we see, at least I saw the twist coming from a million miles away. I feel like most people probably at least had like an inkling. I, it's not even a twist, here. though, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't see that that was coming, but I have to say it did not feel like a twist. I mean, it just felt yeah. like a thing that happened where I, I go, oh, okay. It would have been, True. I think, a better ending if, like, maybe they found out they were in, like, a snow globe. They were on the Truman Show type thing. Dude, if they found out they were in a snow globe, I, I mean, I, I, I'm i calling out of work for three weeks. Because <laughs> and, and an alien is manning it, and yeah. it's an alien. Oh, would that be like Westworld? Like, yeah, it yes. would be amazing. I mean, or yes. what is that movie? God, what is the sci-fi movie that's like they're actually just at the end of a map? Um, Truman? <laughs> but basically, I mean, not Truman Show. That's not what I was thinking of. But that that as well, of course. Like where it's like the physical space has a limit. Yeah. See, there's there's several, so many movies yeah, yeah, that yeah. know how to do this. And M. Night just missed the opportunity <sighs> to just basically steal the ending of any good Goosebumps book. Yeah, can you imagine if they were like this whole time we were living on a piece of toilet paper? I'd be like, oh my god, that's yeah, that would be so messed up. You know, but instead that doesn't explain why our bodies were aging. But no. hey, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> that, so much better. I would really like that. Yeah, yeah, these are all great ideas. Yeah. So I think we have to rewrite old. Yeah. <laughs> and make it into the good movie. <laughs> So what the crypto ends up saying is my uncle doesn't like the coral, which gives them the idea that they need to swim through this coral. Which is just like, go to hell. My uncle doesn't like the coral. That's the big message. I hate that. I feel like saying my uncle is just weird. I think maybe it would have been a better message if it said exit through the coral. Exit through the coral. I know it's a three-year-old boy. Go to the coral. The answer's in the core. Yeah, yeah, there's the so many options. The coral is how you'll but leave. My uncle, my uncle doesn't, doesn't like, the, doesn't like the coral. I mean, I'll go to hell. I just feel like it's an attempt to make it mysterious, but it's just Why so are you making this stupid. little boy clever? You already named a guy mid-sized sedan. Yeah. I already have shown your cards. You don't need to do this to me. Say, As a matter of fact, it's rude that you're doing this to me. Please yeah. leave me alone. Leave through the coral. Just, yes, <laughs> the, the coral. Just the literally the coral. That's all it would do. My uncle. Uncle does like, like the, the coral. coral. It's like, 
<laughs> Fuck you. And the truth is, his uncle does not not like the coral. Yeah, and it's right. a lie. It's a lie. It's just you're lying. <laughs> so stupid. You're lying and you're being poet. He's not like a broody teen writing poetry. You know, he's like a, <laughs> what, a five-year-old, six-year-old. Like He's a liar and a poet. <laughs> yeah, he's a liar and a poet. You're telling me he's Too like much. Molgoth and? No, I just, I'm sorry. No. Stupid. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, no. no thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> For us, that was where we love the movie. But that's where we draw. And I think any, anyone who watches thrillers, mysteries, it's just mm-hmm. like you saw him working on that and they focused on it. You knew that that was going to be. I mean, at least for me, I was like, oh, I know it's going to be like a code or something. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was maybe like they were going to see a code on the wall. That's something. what I thought, too. I assumed it would be like a hieroglyphic mm-hmm. wall style thing. But just like, but it was in his shorts that he outgrew the whole time. Okay. That you know? shouldn't fit a man who's 50. <laughs> yeah. I'm why sorry. are the shorts, they're, they're growing with you? I mean, it's I, mean I can't even fit into a pair of pants that I bought a year ago. That's what so. I'm like, saying. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, this just absolutely not. I don't think M. Night really understands a woman's body. I don't think M. Night... <laughs> no. I think that is the problem is M. Night does not understand a woman's body. <laughs> That's actually the main problem with That's this a, movie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because even the one girl who does change, her body has aged at that point like whatever, like seven to ten years or something. And her bathing suit literally does look like, yeah, my bathing suit from last year on my current body or whatever. Like it's just yeah. like a little too tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like a six-year-old's bathing suit on a 15-year-old's body no. or whatever. I mean... I don't think there would be a consumer market for clothing if I mean, we, our bodies weren't changing that rap, you know, like, like yeah. that. Especially at that, that age. I, I, I can't I even believe I put it that way. I, I love that you put it that way. That was really beautiful. You brought it back to capitalism and <laughs> really tackling, that's Kyle's, that's tackling Kyle's the big thing right now. She's a big... She, she Don't get her started on capitalism. <laughs> she will go. She will go. She will go off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I don't want to get her started, so. Absolutely. (laughs) We're almost to the end of the movie. They go through the coral, the girl's shirt gets stuck, and we're kind of left on a cliffhanger with them. We assume they die, sort of, kind of. I mean, this part. Because we cut to the guy on the cliff. Also, it's like, shut up. At this point, you made me sit through this, and then we don't know if they made it through the coral. But also, like, she could take the shirt off. Like, why? they're trying to get the shirt that's wrapped around the coral off of the coral, but, like, just take the shirt off your body. Just like, simply take it off. Yeah. Yeah. So like we're at the guy on the cliff who was filming them. Obviously, he's saying on the phone like, "Oh, they're for sure dead. Like they're definitely dead." Which is kind of how you know like they're for sure like not going to be dead. Right. And then the like quote unquote twist is that we go then to a lab and find out they've been doing crazy medical experiments for medicines to try and cure diseases. So like their whole thing, and they they do say this out loud, like all in exposition, <laughs> that uh-huh. they bring a hodgepodge of like sick people together on this island constantly mm-hmm. and just get them to take a medicine as soon as they get there and then they can like rapidly see how it affects them throughout their lives by taking it one time right <laughs> i will also say that we i don't think we said this but like i found it pretty interesting that pretty early into being on the beach they're like hmm so we're all ill 
I thought that was really funny too that they were like, oh, they're so not astute about certain things on the beach, but they're like, oh, I understand. I understand each of us has an underlying condition. Like, it's so funny that they discovered that so early on and then we're just... Everything else is so confusing. Everything else is so confusing. But anyway, back to back to Big Pharma. Okay. Yeah. So when we're at this lab, they have like a whole thing, like a whole moment of silence for like this group of people that just died. Oh, right. And then, yeah, like a big exposition on like what they're doing explaining everything to the viewers so like we all know what's going on here's my thought it's like if you are doing this to change people's lives I am sure without trying to con people, you could probably get some volunteers to do this. They're like terminally ill anyway. Mm -hmm. Like who would happily be like, I am sacrificing myself for science. Like I get way more than just trying to trick people into this. Or at least trick like uh, people in prison or like (laughs) people that that aren't like vagrants or stuff like that's. Obviously, people know that's what you're supposed to do if you're going to trick people into being murdered is not pick like a fancy doctor, you know, like people that are going to be missed with kids and stuff. Yes, absolutely. That's a great point. Like there will be people whose absence will be noticed. But also it's like, okay, if we're supposed to believe that it's like, oh, it's a contest for poor people and then they stay in a nice hotel and (laughs) ultimately poor people are expendable. So whatever, test on them. But that's not the kind of thing here. It's like, like, oh yeah, everyone's going to write about that. If he's a famous rapper. If he's a famous rapper, famous enough. Right. to where a child recognizes him from TikTok or whatever. And he just mm-hmm. disappears. And he's gone? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No. He goes on vacation and disappears. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Along with like seven other people who also went on vacation and disappeared the same day. Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> Not mysterious at all. And it does seem like they do this basically every day, though, because pretty soon, so the kids do make it out, and they're, like, stopping the next crew of people who are coming in for this. So, like, if they're doing this every day, too, does this lab, like, every single day have a moment of silence and an entire exposition on, like... Yes, I think that's so fun. So they're like, oh, (laughs) fuck, we forgot. Uh, Moment of silence. Okay, anyway, so I was just going to say that for lunch, I, you know... Well, they also have to then explain their evil plan every single day to- every single day yeah okay. yeah <laughs> so there's two movies there's old and then actually essentially we're doing groundhog day in the in the big pharma lab so that's really yeah. nice yeah i also like that concierge guy who also runs the lab has oh, yes. to literally play these two parts throughout his day like everyone mm-hmm. in that lab also has to like pose as people who work at this hotel totally it's so just he, like how do you get work he done? has to clock into two shifts like he literally has to do the day-to-day logistics of being a concierge yeah so someone's like my pillow's not firm enough or whatever and he's like let me get you let me see this isn't why i got my doctorate yes exactly so he has to literally be like someone's like my toilet's clogged and he's like i will send someone to to get that for you in a minute but he also Mm -hmm. has to go like man a lab We'll comp your room. We'll We'll take care of it. I'm so sorry for the unpleasant time you've had. Yeah, how's everything? By the way, how's everything tasting? My name is Eric. I am the manager here. Look at if you need anything else. Oh my my God, I have to go up to my office. It's a big farm. We have to have a moment of silence. (laughs) It's just so funny. It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's bonkers when you try and think about the actual logistics of their lifestyle. Well, it's just like if you had a customer service job, you know that you're pretty zonked at the end of your shift. So, to be doing both of those. 
also yeah. be doing like yeah. top tier of the world, like of the utmost importance kind of um, experiments. Yeah, curing like, cancer. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just it's like, just, yeah. Wow. How are you also managing? Like you couldn't just show. have someone who poses as the manager. You have to, you know. So like kind of what we're saying is that we need a sequel mainly focusing on the hotel staff. The hotel staff. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah. And then so when the kids do come back, because they obviously are alive and they are 50 years old now, Mm -hmm. the boy, uh, now a man, finds the cop from the day before because they did do this whole like setup of that he has a thing where he's addicted to asking people what their jobs are. And so he finds the one cop who was at the hotel. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This movie is unfortunately copaganda. (laughs) It is copaganda. And he just, what, what does he do? He like gives them a ledger gives them a that somebody book. had written down of like missing people. I think it was a book of like another person who had like gotten mm-hmm. pretty far. I think it was someone who had died on Meat Island. Yeah. And it was yeah. like their book and they had like kind of figured it out. I guess. Yeah. And they had written everybody's names down that they came with and they were all missing people. Right. So the hotel ends up getting arrested. Yeah, the hotel. (laughs) The the real twist is that they arrest the whole hotel. (laughs) They put handcuffs on the hotel. Yeah, the the hotel hotel itself. Please. I know my rights. Yeah. I'm a building. Read my rights. And that's just like speaks to like how amazing cops are that you could just like give them a book and they'll like have a whole trial and uh, everything within minutes and completely arrest a hotel. That was the other confusing thing was like, okay, so this actually is a functioning hotel where some people aren't getting drugged and some people are actually just hanging out at the hotel. Yeah. So great question. Like, so the cop was just like, I just want to check into this hotel. No reason. Like he was like, this is my vacay. He's just like, well, the rooms were beautifully decorated, so I get it. But so he's like... Some people are there for vacation. Some people are just there for a real vacation. Which means, again, the concierge, to highlight that point, the concierge really has to be like, yes, I'm really here to address your, like, customer service needs. (laughs) But I also have a second job. But I do have to go to my lab. Do you mind? I do feel like I'm being pulled thin. Ah, I'm being... Yeah. Does he come home and he goes, I don't know. I get these two jobs. It's just too much. I don't know. Or, like, does he, like, try and specifically concierge only to the sick people in the day like it's like when you're a waiter and you're like assigned certain tables or yeah whatever. so the cop goes excuse me concierge and the concierge goes you actually have your own concierge i'm only yeah. a concierge to a select few yeah yeah like this actually isn't my section but like i'll tell your concierge yeah like your over. concierge will be down yeah. in a minute but yeah yeah <laughs> just like, stay patient yeah <laughs> lighten his load a little bit mm-hmm. totally that's pretty much like Roll creds, though, I think. Yeah, <laughs> The yeah, hotel yeah. gets arrested and happily ever after for the 50-year-old man and woman who arrived on this island. Oh, wait. They like, go, they talk to the cop. They're in the helicopter. Yeah. They're being taken aback. And they go, he goes, I've already alerted your family. Your aunt and uncle. Your aunt and uncle. Yeah. And then uh, Alex Wolf's character goes, oh, it'll be really funny to tell them they have a 50-year-old nephew. Who was six yesterday. Who was six. Who was only six years old this morning. Yeah. Yes. So I don't think I would believe it. Yeah, if I'm the uncle, I'm going, I mean, no. I'm saying, no way am I taking in this 50-year-old man who's older than me. Yeah, I mean, this guy's older than me. (laughs) And like what, now you have to feed him? Absolutely Uh, not. Mommied enough grown men for my lifetime. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. No, thank you. I'm trying to think of an equivalent of someone knocking on my door. 
and being like, like my unborn nephew, because I have a nephew on the way. And yeah. so if someone knocked on my door and said, I'm actually your unborn, I'm your unborn nephew. But and I'm, I, I'm but, 60. But I'm out 60 and I need, I have nowhere to stay. I'd probably punch that person in the face. Yeah, you'd punch them in the face. <laughs> I mean, of course. I go yeah. get the hell off my property yeah, right stay now. Stay off my property, of course. <laughs> and then someone would have to explain to them, like, no, come on, like, just so you, there's like an island. It makes no, you. No, yeah, there's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, and my bathing suit. Yeah, you have to be there. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. You can come in. Oh, okay. I have an extra room. I do. Okay, okay, please. (laughs) And now you just take care of this man. Yeah, of course. The rest of his life, I guess. Yeah, I guess. The rest of his life. It's like by the time he's going to be like mentally grown, if we're assuming that he stayed with six year old brain and he's now in a 50 year old body, by the time he gets to being, when do men become grown? 30? (laughs) Like, yeah. At least. So that's 34. Like 20, 25 years. Then he'll be like fully cognizant and he'll be 85 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. What a sad life for that man. Uh, yeah. And woman. You know, and woman. Too. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, very interesting. Interesting. I mean, really interesting stuff. There's really no yeah. two ways to describe it. It's just is really interesting. interesting. All right. So, what do y'all want to rate this out of five? I would say a five out of five. Yeah, I will go five out of five. I go, <laughs> there is, it's amazing. If anything, it gets you talking. It gets you talking. Uh, yeah. I am I mean, I felt like I was high afterward. I felt like I, I mean, honestly, took a hit of, um, I don't even, head cleaner. <laughs> I feel like I did, I did. You took a sniff of a Sharpie? Yeah, I, I, big time. I go, <laughs> I don't even know what my brain, where my brain ends. I and, ate some paint. Yeah, I feel like I ate a lot of paint. That's actually really good. And anything that gets me that high, I'm telling you, the Giuseppe joke alone to me, that's like that's worth twenty five. It was some really good comedy. It's amazing. I mean, I think it's the blockbuster comedy hit of the summer. Yeah, I just can't wait for his next one. I hope he comes out with the next. one. I mean, I don't even. And my favorite twist is that. So I kept getting ready for them to say this line, which I've already said four times myself mm-hmm. in this in this recording, which is, of course, he was only six years old this morning. And uh, <laughs> I actually don't think they said it in the movie, which is... Yeah, I don't remember it being It was in the just movie. a trailer. Though. They literally just saved it for the trailer because the whole time that we were getting ready to say the movie... I just kept saying the line and I was like, I can't wait. It'll be like seeing a friend in a movie when we hear this line. We'll go, there's the line, our friend. You'll point at the screen. What is it, like Leonardo DiCaprio meme? Absolutely, exactly. And then, wow, what a twist and turn, actually. The line was just never in the movie. And I think that is worthy of a five-star rating, actually. Yeah, exactly. He really got me. That was the twist. He straight up pranked your ass in like six ways. I mean, it's just really, is that is that the sixth sense that the how much he's gonna how much of a pranking I got? I mean that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly. All right, so I think that means um, perfect fives all around. A five from you as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it has to be a five um, because yeah, like we talked about. I mean, all the points are there. <laughs> Everything's explained to you. Is that nobody's lost? Yep. Besides, you know, like the three or four plot holes, we won't talk about those. <laughs> yeah, but uh, get over it. You know what I mean? It's like Ham Knight's like, look, I gave you everything you wanted. Get over it. And yeah. that's really that's really the vibe I'm getting from. Yeah, him. and I mean, mid-sized sedan alone probably adds like three and a half stars, like just with that name, just the name. So like, he didn't even have to it, do like, anything. Yeah, they like don't have to like 
catch up that much because midsize sedan and Giuseppe. I mean, come on. And between midsize sedan and Giuseppe, I I mean, I just I'm out of my damn gourd. I go, I, I guess I didn't know anything about movies. Yeah. And the girl like absolutely slam dancing like I love a rocker. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it just had all the hits. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So would we recommend this film? Would I recommend the film? Yes. Yeah. Course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you had to think about it. I had to think about it, but yes. It, yes. it is with a heavy heart that I would say yes, I recommend the movie. You got to see it at least once. You have to. Will I see it a second time? I don't know. I am going to. You really are going to? I think really? at least it's a twice movie for me. I'm not going to see it 10 times in theaters, but I will see it one more time probably. Wow. Just to get Just to be answers. ahead of it and know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And then be like... <laughs> This part, she says that the guy's name is Giuseppe. You're going to want to tune gonna in. You're going to want to tune in for You're this. Not I, as I talk loudly in the movie and yeah. tell my friend. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, we found this. Okay, so we went to see, Kyle and I went to see Yesterday. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Yesterday. Yeah, the movie about the Beatles never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah the perfect movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we went to see that, and we had a similar experience where we were like, this is fucking crazy. And there were people who were like, excuse me, I'm trying to engage with the film, you know? (laughs) And this movie watching experience was like that where no one shushed us or anything. Like it was actually, we saw it outside and it was like in the heart of Hollywood and like there were helicopters Mm -hmm. left and right and people screaming, but- It probably actually helped with the vibe. It absolutely helped with the vibe. If anything, it provided a nice cushion for the vibe. But I do feel like people were like, like a little bit, not like turning around super visibly, but I felt like people were like, excuse me, I'm trying to watch. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's, I mean, it's just one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I mean, how do you expect me to not have a great funny. time? My theater, luckily, laughing out loud. Okay, good. Oh, wow. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah. We were, I guess, in a minority situation. We were in a minority situation for sure. Now it's time for Scream Vomit. In this part of the pod, we just talk about whatever else we've been watching, like movies, other shows, whatever. So what have y'all been watching? Well, I had, in quarantine, I had this, like, first few months, I was like, I can't watch reality television because it'll just, like, rot my brain because I I go too wild. I will, you know, I just go too ham. So I was (laughs) like, oh, this is the perfect time for me to watch every movie that's on my watch list. And I... Uh Started a letterbox account and so I tracked. I watched like over 300 movies and pun- like Punishers. Like I'm talking, you know, three, four hour long things, whatever. Yeah. I watched so many movies that I think I burnt myself out on movies for a while. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I. Wait, drop your letterboxed. What's your letterboxed? I don't. I don't even really do it for the. I'll drop it, but I don't really do it for the for the glam or anything. People want to know what you're watching. It's it's Big Spaghetti Fan. Um, is my name on Letterboxd, but I'm really not doing much over there. I'm just clocking. I love Letterboxd. Yeah, I really like. I don't like the social media aspect of it, and I don't like engage with that at all. 
I'm not there to wow you with my reviews. Okay, you can yeah. go to hell, I and I'm sorry. To pop it in, though. <laughs> but I really like, yeah, I really, really like it for um, for that reason. I love the tracking aspect. I also love like I like seeing even if there's like not actual reviews on it or whatever. I like knowing what friends I can talk to about a movie I saw. Oh, like, yes, that they, yes, they're just on there like they've seen it. You know? Yes, that's true. Or, I really like, like that. If I if there's even just like a star rating available that totally. I can know like you know my friends whom whose tastes like I trust or yes. whatever thought this movie was either worth it or not worth it so yes. then maybe that sways do I watch or not watch and then I've had um, like a couple of moments that are pretty funny where someone like recently called me and they were like I saw you gave this a five-star rating how dare you and then it was like very funny yeah. but that's why I'm not there to socialize okay I'm there I'm there to do me I felt a pressure a couple times I will say like it is really funny there was one time when I watched like something that a peer is in and I knew I don't even follow that many people and not that many people follow me and I feel like it's pretty like pretty low-key but I did feel pressure to give it a higher rating than I probably in my heart of hearts yeah. would have wanted to give. Because people are watching you now. Because people are watching. I did so. just yeah. join. Okay, hell yeah. Welcome to the team. Do you want to know what my name is? Obviously. It's Cool Chica. Cool Chica. Okay, now that is a name. I'm 89. 89. Oh my god. Cool Chica 89. I mean, this is we're getting an, an exclusive over here. Cool Chica. An exclusive premiere of Kyle's. I mean, I am a huge I'm very pro letterbox. I am super pro letterbox and I find so much of what I watch via letterbox. Yes, too. totally. Oh wow. It's so easy to like look through people's filmographies and stuff on there. It's just so Yeah, it's really nice. Anyway, <laughs> So that being said, what are you watching? <laughs> um, I was watching. I was watching Bergman. <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. uh, sorry to come in hot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's okay. I was watching scenes from a marriage, and that's one that I've like had been meaning to get to for a long time. And then uh, Quo Vadis Ida. That was the one from like last year's Oscars nominations that I've been meaning to watch for a while. You always watch through all the Oscar stuff? I try to watch all the foreign ones and I know that that sounds mm. I mean I'm I'm rolling it's my okay. own eyes, but I do try to <laughs> I do try to watch all of the foreign ones. And um that's really it. Like I said, I kind of burned myself out on like I really in quarantine made good use of time and was like, oh, I want to watch and I would do things like thematically or by country. That was really nice. I feel like I got a nice like I was really into like Iranian films. And so I kind of like cornered that and watched a bunch of things. That's probably what I liked the most out of everything I watched in quarantine. But um, yeah. Do you have a fave Iranian you want to drop? Um, Makhmobov, The Boys, Abbas Kiarostami. I like Jafar Panahi. Like, I like all that stuff because I think Mm -hmm. it's like a nice middle ground between documentary and narrative and you, you know, you don't like quite know what you're watching. Sure. I love that. Yeah. It's like a very exciting way to watch movies. And I feel like a lot of those movies aren't made with much and they're very like innovative and very cool. So I I find it really inspiring where they're like, you know, just, I don't know, just able to make really amazing things due to having logistical limitations. I think that that's really cool. So yeah, no, that rocks for sure. I think that rocks too. Um, Kyle, how about you? So lately, well, I've been trying to see everything in theaters, but now since kind of COVID's gotten weird a bit again, I 
don't feel like a boat. Right when it was feeling like okay, I was like going to everything in theaters. And it was cool because I feel like not that many people were going to theaters. So I got to see a lot of things like on opening night, which I feel like wouldn't have been possible during pre-pandemic or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I saw Fast 9. Hell yeah. I saw Wrath of Man twice. Uh, I didn't get to see that one. Yeah, I love Jason Statham mm-hmm. and everything he's mm-hmm. in. Love the guy. And that was a really fun John Wicky kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I saw the Hitman's, um, oh, hit- the Hitman's wife Wife's. bodyguard yeah. uh, movie, which <laughs> I didn't realize was a sequel until I got to the theater and everyone was like, this is actually the sequel to something else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but... I mean, I didn't realize those movies are so ridiculous. Like, it was, it was like the moment where he's like, is like, I'm gonna shoot you in the ass, and then he he shoots a statue in the ass, and then it hits the guy. Like, Great. that kind of, of craziness. That's incredible. And then, I mean, last night I watched this Goldblum movie called The Hideaway with Alicia Silverstone, and Ooh. it's um, Hell yeah. sci-fi. Basically, shares visions with the serial killer. Whoa. Anyway, it cool. was, and I. Just I just wrote a letterbox review actually and i'll share it with you oh my god just now. this is an exclusive i, I wow gave it, i gave it three stars awesome and i said three stars this was interesting not sure about it to be honest oh, wow <laughs> okay wow so that's what you can expect from my letterbox. amazing perfect <laughs> i love that yeah that's incredible i, I mean i love again i love letterbox i love having fun on there and i cannot wait to read your kyle reviews on there yeah. because i i mean i keep it pretty tight to the vest and yeah. i i look forward i will feel more comfortable with now that i know that you're around yeah i'm gonna like have a friend absolutely yeah. yeah yeah i mean i just <laughs> yeah Hell yeah. Um, my turn? Please. Yes. Okay, I just wrote down three things for now. Okay, so I watched Creep, the Mark Duplass movie. Okay. Um, for the first time. I had never seen. Have you seen? I have not seen it, no. I have seen this. Is this the one in the cabin? Yes. Yes. Wow, okay. <laughs> He's like a... I mean, he's a creep. I mean, point blank. There's an incredible scene of him in the bathtub that just had me dying laughing. Mark Duplass, strange man. And I just, I'm always like, what's going on inside his mind? I just want to know what's in there. Yes. I feel like that movie gets kind of like a, it's a mixed bag. Like people, a lot of people like don't like it or think it's corny, but I really enjoyed it. So whatever. I liked Creep. And all right, I have a short that made me all know this person, actually. Um, an Esther Song Kim short, The Practice of Loneliness. Yeah. yeah. Esther's great. Esther Ross. Yeah. So I watched her short, The Practice of Loneliness. It's probably my fave shorts that I've seen from her. Um, and I've seen a few. Probably meant to be like a couplet with her other short, Come Vienna Fa. But anyway, I really like that short. So got to throw that out. Love that one. And then thirdly, I've been watching High Maintenance. The show. Oh, great. Yeah. Which I had never seen before. But yeah, so I'm watching through it for the first time. I'm like on the fourth season now. And it's such a good show. Why did I not know about this before is what I'm saying. I Um, honestly, I've never really watched it. And I have heard that it's great. Similarly, like, I don't know why I didn't. I think I just assumed it was a because it was like, what, uh, early on, it was a web series. And so I thought like, I don't know why that's even kind of a derogatory thing in my head. It's it's not if I really think about it, you know, but yeah. I, something about it, I was like, oh, it's a weed guy 
web series. I don't know. But like it's super not because I'm not into like weed guy stuff. At right, all. right, right, uh, right, right. I don't mess with the stuff personally. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So when I started watching it, I had truly no idea what to expect. I started watching it for an unhinged reason, which is that y'all are probably familiar with Max Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm a fan of his, whatever. I've watched a bunch of his stuff. But every time I've listened to like an interview with him, whoever's interviewing him, usually another gay man, are always like, so when you're in high maintenance, you're so naked and you're like fucking, it's so crazy like how much you're fucking, like yeah. what do you, what was it like to be like all naked and like, <laughs> so, like I didn't watch it for the nudity, but I was like, right. I was like, I got to know what every single person brings up this show and him on it. And I've not seen it. So I just felt like I was like missing part of his canon or whatever. Absolutely. Right. Okay. But he's like literally on two episodes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. That's really funny. (laughs) Which I didn't know. I literally, I had no idea what the premise of the show was. I didn't know anything going into it except that Max Jenkins was in it and he fucked. And that's That's really funny. That's a really funny way to go into it. Well, it's the show about this, of course. (laughs) <laughs> so I had no idea. I mean, I but really it is like, go ahead. I was just going to say, I really like the idea of being like, oh, it's, I mean, just an anthology or like a loosely related, you know, like I really liked, I really liked Easy. I didn't think I'd like Easy. Mm. Did you ever watch that? I haven't really watched it. I know some people on it. <laughs> it was like, uh, again, I, I don't know. I don't always, I don't love all the whatever mumblecore. I, mm. I like Joe Swanberg, whatever. But I just didn't, it just didn't seem that interesting to me. And then I liked it so much that I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like maybe it's literally the poster that I don't like. I don't even really know what it is. I don't like about it preemptively, but I liked it for similar reasons where everything's like tangentially related. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know. I think that that's a very, like, that's a really cool, I think that would be the kind of thing I'd want to make to be honest, like where it's all just, you know, like there's a connection, but it's not a super, obvious one or whatever like and things just happenstance intertwine I like that yeah yeah so for like any listeners who don't know like high maintenance is sort of like you're saying like an anthology type show where every episode focuses around a character or a group of characters that the thing that they all have in common through every episode is their weed guy but the way it's done like just so well um even one episode is told through the perspective of a dog which is pretty crazy and the characters are always super interesting and they're just like wacky new yorkers it's like a super new york city show everybody's just so different and cool and yeah, I don't know. I've, I've really been enjoying the show, and I haven't really been watching a lot of shows. Yeah. Anyway, it's really good. It's on HBO Max, and that's all I've been watching that I'm going to say. That's a so, nice spread. Yeah, good spread uh, for the three of us. We've pretty much covered all corners. <laughs> all corners of life. So what do y'all have to plug? Where can people find you? Tell them about your pod, etc. Okay, the only thing I think we have to plug, really the the thing we we're really looking forward to plugging, is our podcast, which is called Truth Hounds, which is approaching the end of its first season. You know what? They say this. This is a classic that they say for a reason. It's available wherever you get your pods. Hell yeah. We do utilize Instagram for our like for investigations. Our Instagram is truth hounds and then our twitter is at the truth hounds so that's a great way to follow us hell yeah 
Is that gonna? That's the only thing you're gonna plug? I mean, I, I really I think so. I got nothing. Sorry, else to I was quiet because I was stepping away to feed my doggy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's I think that's the main thing that we want to plug, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like we should, uh, even though they're old news, probably drop a little plug for the couple things y'all have done together, film wise, right? We can. Yeah. You got to check out the lads and. Derek's not dead, right? I think that's free on Tubi now. Is it? And yeah. I believe so. I believe <laughs> okay. I watched it for free. And Clay Tatum's short home, you're both in. Is there anything else? That's right. Kyle has a really, are you? Sorry. Okay. He just ate a huge piece. Oh, he ate a huge piece. Um, we're here to plug <laughs> uh, the huge piece that Kyle's dog just ate. Um, <laughs> Kyle has a really great, I mean, I don't want to use a derogatory term web series, uh-huh. but that she made with Comedy Central called Girl Kyle, where, you know, I make a little cameo as someone goth, so I think that's worthwhile. Yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anna's also okay. in a short that I made called Dream Guy, and basically, she's the only person I want to act with, and it's always very easy. And right back oh. at you, Kyle. <laughs> so, I mean, for me to act with you is a dream come true. Yeah, so. it's a dream. Incredible. All right, so watch the things that they're in, because they're all great. And for my plugs, you can find the show on Instagram and everywhere else, at Screen Vomit, one word on all this stuff. Um, you can send us an email at ScreenVomitPod at gmail.com with your thoughts on this movie or other movies or suggest a movie next week we'll be watching Kajillionaire which is on HBO Max cool and we got a cool guest and that's all for me so thanks you two for joining me this week this was awesome this was great thank Thank you you so so much much for having us thank you hell yeah (laughs) all right and then we'll see everyone else next week bye 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 bye